Welcome, everyone, to the Reader Copy Recap Show. It is Monday, April... April... 25th. 25th. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm participating this time. My name is Chris, and participating is Daniel. Yes, you're joining us for Moon Knight, Episode 4, The Tomb. The Tomb. This one is directed by Jason Benson and Aaron Moorhead, and written by Alex Minihan, Peter Cameron, and Sabir Prizarda. Full team, full lineup this yeah. time. Five people. Yeah. Everyone's off the bench. Because this one was the best one. You, th- you thought so? Yeah. So I said last week, episode four is always like the big episode of the season. Big switch. In WandaVision, episode four is when um, like the fourth wall was breaking and um, Wanda like used her powers to push Monica Rambo like all the way through out of Westfield. Oh, like she booted her out of the whole town? Yeah. Right. Okay. Things started to get serious, not just a... Uh, old show now mm-hmm. yeah and then uh in loki episode four was when they finally got into the what are they called time masters time keepers time keeper sounds right so i don't time, remember. i think they're time cops time i forgot what the three people yeah three one of them, aliens whatever they are one of them's van damme yeah <laughs> and it turns out they're robots yeah and then um Lo- loki got purged and we think he's dead oh yeah but then the end credits was he's into the void or whatever and then we see those uh, other variants of Loki. Right, right. So that was episode four of that. Big surprise. Yeah. And I think this episode four lives up to all those. Ooh. Not everything's as it seems, maybe? I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way. I think this might be my favorite so far. And uh, we say this at every start of our recap, we'll get into it, Mm -hmm. but I think it's my favorite episode so far. All right. Well, last episode ended with Kanchu being stripped of his powers, right? And put into like one of those statues. Yeah. Little souvenir thing. Yeah. And um, that means Mark and Steven also don't have the Moon Knight powers, right? They lost all their powers. So yeah, they're uh, just a regular person now, right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, the one in charge right now, I don't know what you call it, control is steven but he's like knocked out yeah well before that before the title sequence we see the one of the egyptian gods like the avatars bring the uh uh oh, right. statue mm-hmm. to the other statues there's more of them yeah there's like 10 of them yeah what's going on there so you think those avatars are not the gods or what oh i don't i'm not sure i thought maybe there was just a bigger group of them beforehand and it pared it down to however there are now like six like you said right there's less of them mm-hmm. yeah i don't know because we know amut is in one of those right and that's why arthur harrow is trying to find it to free him or for her maybe i don't i, I don't no, I don't, I don't. I don't. He's not. She's not in there. She's not in there, but she is just like Conchu. Oh yes, entrapped. Is that a word? <laughs> into the statues. That's correct. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And he's in that Conchu is. Because uh, in the last episode, he like reverted the whole skyscape to so that they could find Amit's tomb using the star map. <laughs> and that drained all of the energy out of Steven, right? And right. he's like knocked out. He's basically Layla's dragging his body mm-hmm. across the desert. While a bunch of more um, Amit worshippers are like hunting them down. Yeah, they roll up in a jeep. Layla's trying to uh, hide away, right? She just hides inside of the, one of the their Jeep as it circles around. It's very uh, ominous and it's kind of creepy. She's al- basically alone right now because Steve yeah. is knocked out. This episode, I know it visually it's different and it has nothing to do with what I want to 
reference, but a lot of the scenes gave me Jurassic Park vibes. Oh, wow. Uh, this one makes sense. Jeep, I guess. Yeah. This uh, reminds me of when the T-Rex is attacking the yeah, Jeep. Yeah. And she's like hiding in there, right? Um, those guys are like, oh, I don't see anybody. Uh, why don't they just shoot up the van to be sure? The Jeep. Yeah, I'm not sure. And they just assumed Steven was dead at first because he was laying there. Yeah. I think they're kind of just bad at their job. It's like, how lazy are you? You don't even want to get out of the, the truck. They already check. used up some bullets. Yeah. Right? Just use up a bit more. <laughs> There's one way to make sure he's dead. Yeah. Just shoot him again. <laughs> Come on. So what is it? They they circle around and she throws a flare. Yeah. Again, Jurassic Park, there's like a flare. Oh, good point. Right. She throws it into their truck, which is full of like ammo. And that just like blows up. <laughs> How lucky. And basically kills those guys. Yep. And uh, Steven wakes up just to find, oh, Layla did all this? Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark is, of course, talking in his head like, you're not ready for this. Like, you should let me in control, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm never let you in control again. And I can do this, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Layla kind of feels the same way. Like, Steven doesn't know what he's doing. No, uh, he just doesn't. Let, let Mark out and he can probably figure this out as they're making their way to the voyage to Amit's tomb. Right. They're driving. And there's a funny joke where he's like, you know, it's just you and me on this long trip. And then she stops like, okay, we're on foot now. <laughs> Uh, they get to the dig site, right, of the tomb, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's abandoned. Like, nobody's there. There's yeah. all the equipment's there, so they go looting, looking for stuff. And Steven, um, he's looking, and again, Mark is talking in his head, like, um, oh, do you have a, a crush on my wife? Right. Right. <laughs> and she is realizing that, like, they have to rappel down. Rapunzel down. Into the tomb. So she's, like, putting on the harness on him, right? Yeah. And um, she says, like, oh, you even smell like him. Well, like, of course they're physically the same body it makes sense yeah (laughs) you don't smell english (laughs) and this is when she kisses him but i can understand her kissing him she's in love with mark he looks just like mark to her it's mark yeah it's still weird yeah no doubt but if if he is kissing her he's he's kissing a married woman he knows he's a homewrecker But also, he's thinking in his head, these kiss, these lips have touched those before already. It's not a big deal. You should break up with him and be with me. <laughs> I was I was thinking of this, that no doubt they should get divorced. Like, <laughs> well, come to realize, like, no doubt they should get divorced at the end of this episode because of what happens. But also, just rebound right away with Steven. <laughs> it's like the fastest rebound ever. Um, he is attracted to her, of course. Yeah. Um, so then he doesn't want to let Mark in control anymore because he wants to be with her, right? Yeah. And so he, they Rapunzel down there. Well, they, the kiss that they do have. Yeah. It's the most awkward kiss ever. Beca- Why? Because she doesn't want it because at the, like at the end of it, like, because, um, remember Steven reveals that Kanchu wants her as the avatar. Yeah. And then, so then she takes a step back mm-hmm. and then he goes in a kiss for her. Yeah. And then it's like she did okay this caught me off guard i don't know where right <laughs> so yeah he shouldn't have said anything no no <laughs> it's funny because she goes down and she's fine like 
she lands on her feet. But when Steven goes down, he's like falling down. <laughs> Belly. When they get there, there's like this giant statue. I think it's like a lion or something. I think so. Yeah. It's hard to see, yeah. but it is. Are there, are there lions in Egypt? Is that what the Sphinx is? Like without, you know, if the head's replaced with... Is it a lion? I think so. I think lions are part of those like Egyptian go- uh, monsters that are part something, something. Lion okay. is one of those. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, she draws like a symbol on its like foot. Yeah. What is that? I think it... It's just like a nod to her father because mm-hmm. I guess that was his symbol also or whatever. I don't know. Logo. Maybe yeah. it's something in Egyptian. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it means. But uh, there's a touching moment where Steve is like, yeah, your dad would be proud, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they go in and this is when it turns. It gets into like a horror movie. Oh, yeah. There's uh, there's the Heka priest. That, that yeah. I looked it up. They're, they're the priest that like guard the Egyptian pharaoh that's right. here, right? Because apparently they're thinking the, the last avatar was a pharaoh mm-hmm. yeah and there's like a way pathway but they hear like gunshots yeah so wow. like there's got to be another way and there's like a second level up there so steven climbs up there right and when he gets up there there's like another like rotting body there with like and then like uh like snake skin pieces right so who's doing work here something's happening yeah right so it feels like someone has been using this tomb still using it yeah yeah like still in work for some reason yeah um again what are they shooting at right what, what's going on there and they come to realize it is like a, a mummy it's one of those priests come to life <laughs> like and, zombified mummy totally and uh it's got one of its victims there tosses it onto the table to extract his organs yeah it's the guy that pretended to be a cop yeah it's the one that was like super excited that they finally <laughs> found it <laughs> good pick mummy i'm on your side <laughs> And the mummy like lays him down on like the sacrificial altar or whatever there. Mm-hmm. And it, he's like gutting him. For some reason, I, I don't know what the deal is. Like mummies have a procedure. There's a process, but he puts it in those organs in the vase. Mm-hmm. And he's setting him up to be a victim to put into the that little uh, crevice there for him, right? And they're trying to hide out. Layla's just trying to sneak close, or get away yeah. slowly. But Steven, I think, makes a noise and jumps up to the, the, the mummy jumps up to the second level to attack him yeah and he's freaking out now this reminds me of uh, the raptor scene in the kitchen from Jurassic Park really <laughs> okay I, I'm getting uh, National Treasure vibes it's National Treasure vibes when um, she runs down the hall yeah and there's like a little barely foot pathway that she has to crawl walk oh, across yeah and that scene was kind of cool so she has to get to the other side but like it's almost like um, you know that show Wipeout <laughs> okay yeah it's <laughs> Because more zombified priest mummies are like reaching through the walls trying to grab her. And one does grab her. Right. And she she gets freaked out and falls back. She gets wiped out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, she barely makes the ledge. She makes it. Yeah. Right. Um, she's, she's home free. She won wipe out, but then no, the mummy comes from behind out of one of the, the caves there and pulls her into the shadows and they like fight it out there for a bit. Ultimately they get back into the, the light and, um, she like took off one of its arms or something. Yeah. And now before she goes further into the hall, back where she came from, Arthur Harrow appears. Yeah. So they go into a conversation, right? Yeah. And, uh, saying that he respects her father Mm-hmm. and gives the uh, message that actually uh, Mark Spector was there when your father right. was killed, one of the mercenaries at the time. And, and it was him. It was him, yeah. She's first like doesn't want to believe it, but it's hard to deny. So she even like walks around the corner, but stays and she's 
she's almost like realizing the truth that that Mark was there, that he's been yeah, keeping that something. Arthur's not lying. Really? Why would she believe him? It just kind of lines up, I think. Okay, like because she doesn't have a reason why Mark would run away, right? I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but uh, catching up now with Stephen, mm-hmm. he makes his way. Uh, the other exit makes to the tomb of this fair, whoever it is. Yeah, he, he's, he's super excited. He's nerding out right now, looking mm-hmm. at everything. Uh, but he finds out it's the actually the tomb of Alexander the Great, who right. I guess called himself an Egyptian pharaoh and was in fact the last avatar of Comet. <laughs> you realize it because like the the markings on the tomb itself, it's like not all Egyptian. It's like other languages too. Macedonian, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Okay, have you seen Alexander the Great the movie? Yeah, I would say that really colored my view of Alexander the Great. That movie sucked. That was, I think, maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Is it really the worst? Was it? It's like not even a bad movie to enjoy. It's just a bad yeah, movie. It's just a, not only is it a bad movie, it's very long. We watched it in the theater. It's like four hours. No, it's maybe like two and a half to three hours. I think, well, okay. Maybe three hours. Yeah. But three-hour movies nowadays are very good because they're they're like the mm-hmm. blockbuster movies. Right. And they needed that time. This was a time when like, um, what, like Troy had come out. Right. And the Gladiator. So they wanted these like epic movies, but it was just bad. I don't know what it was what was that colin farrell colin farrell maybe that's why colin Angelina. farrell <laughs> no he got be- oh he got better so this was before he got yeah. better right yeah and then uh angelina jolie played his mom and i think in real life they're like four years apart they're like the same age yeah <laughs> So weird. Okay, so Stephen has to look into the, the sarcophagus of Alexander the Great. He realizes Amit is the voice, or the avatar is the voice of Amit. Mm-hmm. So he sticks his hand into the mouth of Alexander the Great's corpse. He has to like rip his jaw almost open. Yeah, puts his fist in there and pulls out Amit, the statue of Amit right there. Right. It's like the crocodile one, right? Yeah. So he's got it. They won. Prize. He won Wipeout. <laughs> he won Wipeout. Um, but then approaches Arthur Harrow, right? Yeah. And he's got a gun drawn on him. Um, and then out of nowhere, uh, Stephen like takes his, the... Oh, Mark arrives and possesses the body, right? Yeah. And then he takes the golden axe and is chopping up all of Harrow's men. Mm-hmm. But uh, he gets shot up by Harrow and he goes falling into the pool yeah. in the tomb. And the pool, it looks like it was like like a fountain or something, right? It looks like it's two feet deep. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in a lobby. <laughs> R- sure, a pond. Yeah. Yeah. But he is falling forever. It looked like uh, Princess Leia in space <laughs> in The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it goes until it's kind of just like pitch black. And then he, I guess it's it's not him on at first, right? It's it's uh we open up on like a cheesy scene from right. an explorer movie, mm-hmm. like an old timey one, like an old one, right? Yeah, like the aspect ratio is four by three. Yeah, grainy and everything. It's uh, this explorer in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. He calls himself Stephen Grant, right? And he's got a sidekick, and it's just like so cheesy, right? Right, like not realistic. Yeah, and like fake animals fall and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and. Then 
then it zooms out and realize this is not real. It's like a movie from a VHS tape. Right. It's actually us watching it. We're, it, we're in a mental hospital, mm-hmm. right? And we come to find out there's the patients there are characters we've seen in the story of the show so far. Right. And Mark is there watching that weird movie, but he's like almost like sedated. Sedated. Like he can barely keep his eyes open. He can't speak, right? Mm-hmm. We, who do we see there? We see like Crowley. Crowley could be in there. He um, was the one doing like the bingo. Oh, was really? Like calling the bingo numbers. Okay. I didn't catch that one for some reason. There yeah. was um, Layla's mom was there. Yeah. Uh, Donna. Donna was there. She's holding like this stuffed animal scarab. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the two fake detectives are yeah. there, but they're like the orderlies. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're like uh, pulling people around right there. They're doing their job. Layla's there and she she's like, oh, we won bingo, right? Right. So she's a character in there too. We, we see there's like imagery on the wall and everything. It was like Egyptian stuff. Um, there's a connection to uh, Mark. He was tied to his wheelchair, just like how he's tied to the bed, mm-hmm. right? In right. Earlier in episode one. And then I like this next scene. He's in the meeting now talking to the therapist. And we could tell from the voice who it is, but it's very blurry. Oh, yeah. And it stays blurry like almost the whole time. Really? Yeah. And we know this is... Um, Arthur Harrow. Ethan Hawke, Arthur Harrow. Yeah. Talking to him and pretty much just saying like, you've made all of this up. Like it's a fantasy in your head. Yeah. Like drawn all these different things that you see in every everyday life, right. you as a patient, but actually you're just constructing a story, a narrative in your head that's mm-hmm. engaging or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, seeing um, Ethan Hawke there playing this character was the biggest disappointment of the show. Why? Because this 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 mental hospital thing yeah. was taken directly from the comics. Right. In the comics, this character, the therapist or whatever, was super hot <laughs> in the comics. <laughs> If you remember. Okay. Well, I remember in the comics, it was a, a woman. Yeah. But it was in real life, Amit, the god who was like a crocodile person. Yeah. So it was a woman. It was so super hot. when were they hot? When they were the crocodile person? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my one thing for the show. <laughs> but uh, Arthur Harrow there is like, again, saying it's just in your head, right? Yeah. And then Mark comes to realize like he's seeing all these things on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then he freaks out saying that you, Arthur, you shot me. Yeah. And then he goes running for the door. He's running for the door. He's going through the hallway now. Everything's like all white. Yeah. And he hears like rumblings, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of the patient rooms is like the sarcophagus. And it's like shaking and banging. Someone's in there. He opens it and it's Oscar Isaac in there. <laughs> World famous star Oscar Isaac. <laughs> but it's his version is Steven that was trapped in there. Yeah. So it's weird now. They're, they're literally in two separate bodies now. They're It's like they're meeting for the first time in person. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, obviously it's weird, but like impossible is what I mean. <laughs> oh, it's impossible? It's impossible. How can this happen? So now they're kind of like both in control because they both have their own bodies now. They're talking And they're to running them, yeah. more down the hallway. We pass by another room and there's another sarcophagus like shaking. We never open it up. This uh, one's also standing up, not laying down. Who, who is this? Apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Alexander the Great. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep it closed then. <laughs> it's Colin Farrell. It's Colin Farrell. No, keep it closed. <laughs> 
they run down the hall and bust open through the, like the door and it's the hippo goddess i don't know what this is this is the hippo goddess so i think it's like the goddess of fertility I, I don't even know was this the one we talked about earlier like hathor or is it a different one it's one of them yeah i okay. don't know the name but like in episode one he's putting away these stuffed animals and it's one of those oh really yeah okay interesting and, and just like hi and then the two of them just freak out yeah end of episode yeah okay what's going on i like not knowing what's going on actually i'll say that there's two things i think could be going on okay one he he did get shot and all this happened and he, he's like trauma in his head this is all happening uh, like hallucinating in his sleep right yeah yeah or option two it's actually none of this is real he is a mental patient and he is not sane okay right and he never was moon knight there was no moon knight he was never a superhero and he because he lives in the world where there's like avengers and stuff he came up with this superhero persona in his head but it is not real remember he had an action figure so i could just yeah. use like a fanatic right like, it was yeah. like a little toy and he's like he made the moon knight figure too it's like yeah DIY. Exactly, yeah. Um, would you hate it if that was the real thing? I don't think that's the real thing because would, then we would just end the story. Like, what else happens next? <laughs> right? <laughs> he goes crazy. That's it. The end, episode four. <laughs> episode four is where the show ends, right? Every show? No. It would be like, um, kind of like a bait and switch, like uh, the Mandarin was in, in Iron Man 3. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what that's. I don't think, it, I don't think that's the case. If there's anything like this uh, mental facility is real yeah it would be like he is moon knight and well still there's like towser two of them in real life are they twins and they just don't know about it and they have the same well he's he's crazy he's cra <laughs> well the the i guess it fee is moon knight and then like he's being kept in a mental facility and this story we've seen so far was fake but other stories of his are real he's had a past where he's a superhero or whatever which doesn't make sense either so i wouldn't do that <laughs> So, I mean, obviously this is almost 100% directly from the comics, the whole mental institution yeah. scene. And in there, it was a ploy to make him think he was crazy, right? And Amit was in charge of that. And, and they were like disguised yeah. as orderlies and stuff. Right. So obviously, I think that is what's happening. That's just one-to-one -one what's going on. Yeah, maybe... Arthur Harrow has brought Amit back to life already. Oh, okay. And then uh, maybe this is like a torture for him? Maybe, right? yeah. Okay. I wonder if maybe Harrow... No, Harrow just shot him. I was going to yeah. say, maybe Harrow uh, feels uh, sorry for him because, again, he, he had to be conscious avatar also. Yeah. But no, he just shot him. So he he's the one that did this. <laughs> um, do you think we'll see physically or actually be introduced to the third identity? I'm I'm thinking we're going to save it for after the show almost, like the very end of the show. Really? And then that'll be something we can explore later on. Uh, because I guess just time for the show, I guess. Is there only six episodes, I believe? I think it's six episodes. So yeah. I think we can leave that possibly for the maybe movie, other movies. Um I think uh, three is usually the number for this character, right? Yeah. So I think uh, that that savage character, whatever that's okay with killing, mm -hmm. that we're gonna play. We can play around with that later on the road. That's my guess. There's but, a lot going on. I'm yeah. Just saying. I think we'll we'll meet them in the next episode. Maybe the end of the next episode. You think we're gonna open that sarcophagus, or this is the perfect opportunity for them to meet this third guy? I think they're like, yeah. I think the whole next episode will still be in the in the mental institute, and they can't get out, and they'll need that third one to oh. sort of like their plan is to open up that sarcophagus and the three of them can get out but 
I don't know what it is. Like, is it still Oscar Isaac? What if they open the third one and it is like <laughs> Arthur Harrow? Just a different person? Oh, like a, like a different person? Well, I don't know. Steve and Mark is the one that has a multiple personality disorder, right? Yeah, I guess. It's not But it could be an old, an old avatar. Just kept in there? Just kept in the mind of Conchu. And then when Conchu took over Mark, it kind of like went into Mark. I don't know. It could be just representational too. And somehow like Conchu was in there, right? Mm, maybe, uh, yeah. But I think if we're ever going to release Conchu, it has to be something in the real world that Mark Moon Knight has to do. But how yeah. does he do that without the suit, right? Yeah. Does he just get the suit after this, you think? And he doesn't, he hasn't even released Conchu? No, I think he has to release Conchu to get the suit. Oh, I don't know. And also, I think the third personality is not Conchu because Conchu is trapped in the statue. Yeah. You think it's uh, Jack Lockley? Yeah, but not like from the comics. Yeah, not exactly. Yeah, because Stephen Grant is totally different from the comics. Yeah. So, does it probably Jack Lockley or just a or something else? Different character, <laughs> totally different. They could. They could just add a new one. They've already changed stuff already. Okay, I'll throw this out. What if it's Gore? What are you talking about? That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, god stuff, like you said already, right? Yeah. Did you like the fact that there was like 10 Egyptian gods held in the, the prison? Like, what is that? How is that going to play into effect? Is that going to release a lot of them at the end of this show? And then that's going to pull up Gore's attention? I did not even think about it. You forgot about <laughs> I it? I just didn't even. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Next scene. <laughs> I'm like wondering, like, that means the Egyptian gods are kind of... Um, quick to imprison gods like they just throw their weight around right well and so i think maybe they're not as righteous as they come out to be maybe I, i'm not sure okay my favorite scene was the zombie mummy like, oh really cutting up the guy i thought it was pretty great was oh really that, that's scary. that scene yeah. specifically yeah it was like intense the uh and i feel like marvel has not gone that direction yet like they didn't really show it but like they fully implied this guy is cutting up this guy's guts yeah i have to um remind myself i'm watching a marvel thing because mm -hmm. i wanted it more <laughs> i wanted it gorier i wanted i also wanted the mummy to look scarier like almost like mummy the mummy movie vibe starring tom cruise no no <laughs> starting brendan fraser everyone's favorite okay like like even more like uh sunken in and like like scarabs or whatever crawling over him yeah but uh, i guess we couldn't do that yeah i still think it's one of the more scarier things marvel has done already i think you're right uh the mouth clicking like the biting right. thing it makes sense too because yeah. you know uh the teeth are probably visible at this point point. and when i was watching this for the first time i was like oh they've leveled up in the intensity like the first three episodes it's pretty boilerplate generic superhero stuff okay and then oh uh -huh. now they're getting to like a scary horror vibe and there's no moon knight in this episode oh yeah and i was like wow they're really changing it and it feels it felt like a jump forward and then the scene with the mental institute i was like oh that's why they did that because almost everything they did could not matter now okay i think well i, I think we're gonna come back to that timeline right we're gonna come back out of this mental facility at one point yeah but i when i saw the the start of that the the institution i was like i cheered a bit like oh they, they pulled this directly from the comics this is what i wanted to see i just nerded it out a bit <laughs> Because that was my favorite storyline. Yeah, yeah. It was from the lunatic storyline, which you could look up in our feed. We did that comic book. It is there, yes. Yeah. Um, so any predictions for the next episode? Um, I think you're right. I think they're going to get out of this the next episode, this mm -hmm. whatever um, hallucination it is. Yeah. I think uh, I think Harrow is going to successfully awaken Amit. Okay. 
I, yeah. I don't know what is there like a whole ritual he has to go through i have no idea i think yeah i'm not sure what he has to do mm-hmm. but i think um at the same time mark will get out and steven and free Kanshu, and then there'll be like a god and avatar versus god and avatar final fight yeah, that's the last episode and like the finale maybe yeah okay i think my my number one prediction for next episode is we're gonna have to steal the declaration of independence <laughs> <laughs> how about you do you have any predictions um they'll need to free the third identity to get out of the lunatic bin oh really yeah okay that makes sense i mean i've i really have no idea how they're gonna break out of this i remember how it was in the comics but they're gonna do something else i think yeah yeah in the comics amit was in charge of that but she was also just a servant of seth another egyptian god i think so i kind of forgot that part yeah seth was like the real rival to khonshu is that right yeah okay 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 say so All right, um, guys, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Uh, we're doing the rest of Moon Knight as well as our regular podcast show on Wednesdays. So you want to miss it, just look us up on your podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and even on Spotify. For sure. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. Continue the conversation on Moon Knight over there. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday with a regular show. Until then, Daniel, could you do the outro? I don't have one this week. Okay, bye.